Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. And today I'm just going to kind of tie up the loose end, some of the things that give sort of a more unified message on this show number 50, because I think people sometimes get lose uh, lose sight of the goal here. And the goal, of course, is physical immortality. And physical immortality can only be achieved that if you get rid of all the stress in your body at all times when you're trying to feel it without having some immediate stimulus of danger, that is poison in your body, poison. It is what it causes the aging. So anything you can do to reduce that nervous energy that you have, that just sort of uh, free-floating anxiety, is the key to the elixir of life. And all the things that I prescribe in terms of food, in terms of diet and exercise, it's just all trying to get there to a point where you feel good all the time, and that is the only way to stay alive all the time. You cannot stay alive feeling shitty, and you won't last long. Your molecules will rebel against you and start to disassemble themselves in the form of disease. They will, they will just go their separate ways and find lodging elsewhere because it doesn't feel good in here. So you have to make sure that you are, you are the home of your billion-year-old molecules. They could be anywhere in this whole universe, and they're in your body. And you want them to disperse out of anger, out of sadness, out of shame, out of guilt? Well, guess what? If you feel anger, sadness, guilt, any of those emotions, when there's nothing really immediately impinging upon it, yes, you can feel your initial guilt for things. There's nothing wrong with the initial feeling. It's the lingering it's the going back to it. It's the free-floating guilt, free-floating anxiety, all that stuff. It is poison in your body. It is the thing that causes the aging. It is the thing that causes the saggy muscles. Now, of course, you have to be exercising, too, to, like, maintain a stimulus on those muscles from the outward and, and act like you're in the world. I mean, feel good about your strength by, by exercising it and showing it to yourself. That's, those are all part of, this is, you know, you have to be like a well-rounded human in every way. So you can't just sit there and be like, oh, well, I'm just not going to stress and I'll sit in a chair all day and watch TV. It doesn't work like that. You also have to be creating things with your mind that you are proud of, that you think are cool. You can't just like be like, well, you know, the only thing that I'm going to um, figure out is how to live forever. That's not enough. It's got to be like, how do I live forever so I can do certain awesome things like to create certain awesome works of art or awesome invention or whatever it is that you need that you really have to apply your mind to your mind has to be engaged your mind has you have to be trying hard things you can't just sit back and let your mind veg out on tv and bullshit podcasts and everything like that it's just your 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 mind will start to become weak if you don't use it like in it, like in it, it, it's like a gym for the mind. Now people are like, oh, maybe you should just do games. I don't believe in that. I think you should do stuff that doesn't waste time, stuff that actually creates something for yourself. Treat your success as a game, and you're trying to win it, okay? And it's, use that and like think about how to do it and just treat it like a puzzle. That's all it is, and that's why it's good for your mind. But everything is rounded, so, you're, so you're, while you're working on that, you have to really understand just this is where it is with immortality. You, those of you who are like, oh, I don't believe in immortality. I don't want immortality. You have no, you have no choice. 
okay? You've already died millions of times, maybe not millions, but thousands maybe in your life. You just woke up on the other side of the parallel universe where your body still, you know, you just narrowly escaped. Your consciousness went there. The corpse left in the other universe, dead. A husk, not you anymore. And the you, the you that can think and the you that can plan and execute is here on the other side of that death. Doesn't remember it at all. Maybe remembers it as a dream, but doesn't remember it. Moves on with the life thinking, oh, wow, that was, I almost died. How many near-death experiences have you had? You did die. You died. And there's times when you didn't have even a near-death experience and you died. You just stepped right off and a bus hit you and you never saw it coming and you're gone. So don't, don't think that you have a choice whether you die or live. You're going to die in certain moments when you're not looking and you're not even going to remember them. But the point is you always wake up right back here. And you're back here in another parallel universe where you're still alive. And that's going to repeat itself for the rest of your infinite life. There's no way to get out of here. There's no way to die from here. So once you know that, then you understand, well, I'm going to stay young. I can't sit here and be an old man forever. That would be fucking horrible. I mean, the point of it is, is old mannery, or what people call old men, they're just normal men who let their shit go because they thought they were dying. And so they kind of just like went along with it, nutritionally, with their thoughts. Everything just went in that direction. They were coped there by society that basically is coaxing everybody into old age and death because they understand. They understand the population problem that would occur if everybody knew they could live forever. So on some parallel universes, of course, the short-sighted idiots who control probably the one you're in due to your breathing level, they think about it like this. They think that it'll be so crowded that it'll just be like a whole nightmare scenario with all these immortal humans inhabiting an overpopulated planet. But that's not what will happen. What will happen is people will, and take it from me, I know, because I'm from the future, is people will figure out how to inhabit other habitable worlds. And that is how the intelligence that this universe created, us, gets to populate the entire universe. And the idea that, okay, uh, there's aliens out there, maybe there are, but there are also many, many future humans who have come back and settled other planets that are near here. So they can assist us with all this, but we have to get to a certain level, and we have to eradicate a certain group of people who don't know how to be immortal. So that's, the, that's why they're waiting to make contact in terms of the – there's been no contact from aliens and all the stories. You know, you can send me all you want. I, the, the bottom line is they're not going to formally contact a society that still believes in death because it's, it's an irrational backwards. We're basically in the dark ages of the idea of life. We're in the life dark ages right now, just like everybody thinks that, um, like, for example, they just repealed abortion. That's one end of it. That's one end of it. I mean, it's a respect for kind of life, but, I mean, it's bullshit. It's political, but the idea of it all all is, yes, like, life is this thing that is is crazy, you know, and and it should be preserved. I'm not saying I'm I'm against abortion. I actually am not. 
but the but I do think that there's killing going on. It's a, you, you got to be honest. It's a, it's, you're killing something. But I don't mean to wade into that debate at all. I just want to say that we're getting to a point where maybe on the other end, we start to understand that death too is bullshit. Death too is 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 just quantum physics is showing us essentially that there are other possible universes. They have computers based upon that theory, theoretically storing information in other universes. So the idea that they don't exist, it's just it, it, it's the only explanation we have right now that explains the phenomenon, the phenomena that we see in physics. So I tend to believe it myself because I've experienced it. I'm one of the few people that have actually remember the other, like other parallel worlds. I don't know why, but it could, I could be because um, I, I, I think I got lodged in between two of them during an accident where I should have died and I didn't. And I'm sort of like right now in the universe where I did die. But, um, but it doesn't matter. The point of it is, is that I'm, I, I've had memories. I've had like memories of people being dead and then they're alive. So stuff like that. So, um, and so I know that what happened was there was some glitches in the memory wipe that occurred when, uh, when I breathed somebody back into life. Now, that's something that I've talked about before is that somebody close to you dies and you want to get back to a world where they still inhabit, well then, you should breathe very deeply. You should get yourself very calm, very chill, and you will float into that world. You will float into any world that you want. The, the amount of power that your breathing has over the overall world that you live in is so untested because nobody's breathing enough. And everybody's breathing actually the bare minimum as if there's some kind of law against breathing. But it's more than that. It's just the fear. It's the fight-or-flight response. When everybody's keyed up and nervous their breathing goes down to a nothing. Why? Because we mimic what we did when we were animals in the wild. We mimic when we're hiding behind a bush, very shallow and very small, so the predator does not eat us. So when we're feeling nervous about our lives and we have free-floating anxiety in our bodies, we are not breathing for the exact same reason because we're enacting the exact same scenario, the hiding behind the bush, while we're just walking around. So we're essentially always hiding behind the bush, scared of the predator, so we don't want to make noise, so we don't breathe. And that's the, the, the cut through there is what, what, what is aging us? Sure, it's food. Yes, it's food. And, and in terms of if you want to, but everything's about maintaining your happiness level. And that's why diets have been so, t- diets are kind of hard because you don't want to make yourself unhappy for long periods of time just to be on a diet because then you're, you're working counterproductive to yourself because you need to be feeling good all times. That's why fasting is like people who want to do intermittent fasting, if, if it feels good for you, if you actually like it, then go do it. But if it starts to feel like horrible and you feel miserable throughout the day, then it's not for you. Only do things to feel fucking good. You know, they might, now, of course, there's, there's a certain amount of pushing through that's good for 
in general, and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of that, but not too much. You know, we're not here to be like fighting. We're not in a war here at all. We're in a we're 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 here to house these ancient molecules in a hospitable way. And these ancient molecules are coming along for a ecstasy ride. They're not coming along for a ride in some stressed out, shitty. Um, hey, somebody, of course, I saw somebody seeing me. We're not here to be stressed out in some shitty um, uh, uh, body that doesn't want to be here. Because guess what? Then they don't want to be here. And then you all get start getting all kinds of problems, all kinds of health problems. So don't skimp yourself in any way, man. Pamper yourself. Not in a way that doesn't, like, tense your muscles. Pamper yourself with exercise. Pamper yourself with, I mean, just be self-centered in terms of making sure you get a lot of good sleep. You eat a lot of good food. Now, in terms of eating, I've outlined it, but I can just say it very quickly. Eat a ton of vegetables. Be a vegetarian is even better. Just eat all vegetables. You don't really need to eat. Your body is like has so much stored fat and, and stuff for so many days, it doesn't need to eat, really. So the only thing you really need to do is be feeding that gut, the gut bacteria, the, the culture of your gut. Eat like fibrous vegetables, fiber, fiber, fiber. And then after that, only after eating like a mound of vegetables, do you ever think about eating anything else? And guess what? You can pretty much eat what you want after that. Just make sure, though, anytime you're hungry, first thing you do, just put a ton of fucking, and this is this ton of fucking vegetables in the stomach. And this is what our ancestors did. Our ancestors couldn't find food for days and days. And what would they do? They'd grab a handful of grass and fucking eat it. And they would do that over and over again until their, their stomach was so ready and primed for some food that when it finally came in, it didn't matter what it was. Even even um, if it was contaminated or, 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 or rotten, the stomach acid and the bacteria inside the stomach, the culture, would break it down into usable energy. So what you're doing is you're priming your stomach. So don't ever eat anything that's not a vegetable. Key, man, you don't have to do any, you don't have to think about any other diet. You can eat as often as you want. Don't do any kind of fasting. Make sure you do some walking. And then practice that. Because eating vegetables up front is a form of fasting in the sense that you're not going to be eating a ton of food. You're going to eat a lot less food after you've eaten a ton of vegetables up front. So it doesn't matter what it is that you're into. If you're even into dessert or sugar, you can't, you're just not going to eat that much. So... Make sure you front load, the front load that. And then the sleep thing. The sleep thing is like just as, if not more important than the food thing. If you're tired, sleep. Not use coffee or anything like that to get over sleep. Use coffee after you've slept and you're completely awake and you want to have a coffee, all right just to give yourself like a super jolt. Not not really that great thing to do, but whatever. Point is, sleep, man. Sleep a lot. Sleep and 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 if you breathe deeply during the day, you'll you'll need less of it. 
because that's really why you're put down in that position because our ancestors, they didn't sleep. Most animals, they don't sleep like for eight fucking hours, but they don't also walk around stressing about bullshit except for the stuff that's immediately in front of them the way we do. We, we ignore the stuff that's immediately in front of you because we have such a safe now society and we think about all the bullshit in our head that scares us. And then we're, we're walking around with eternal fear all over us, breaking down, poisoning our blood with this adrenaline and, and, and fight or flight and no oxygen and just, just deteriorating because everything around us is so easy and we don't really get confronted by danger that often. So we don't, we just let ourselves feel like we're in danger at all times then. I mean, well, I'm talking not everybody, everybody, some people have figured it out, but most people haven't. And most people still think and they still carry in the back of their mind the idea that they're aging and that they're going to die, which in and of itself is false. And it also breaks you down. You can't have those thoughts and be a rational person and not find some kind of anxiety from that. The idea that, oh, well, I've accepted death and decay. Well, if you, if you have, then something is twisted in your mind because that doesn't compute <laughs> to like a rational life. You know, it's, it's just another disease in, in the mind of a normal, functioning, rational, intelligent being. Degeneration is not allowed. And we're not going to stand for it just because everybody has felt, felt it <laughs> or everybody has undergone it that we've ever known. Well, they, they just didn't figure it out. Now, there's this interesting um, episode in the movie. There's a show on Netflix uh, called the – God, it's the Sandman. Yes, the Sandman. Some weird show. Guys like the, the Lord of Dreams. And he has this dude who he gives who, – who death gives, like, eternal life to, and he checks in with him, like, every hundred years. It's an interesting little subplot of that uh, tale there. I think it's, like, episode – five or something like that but um but yeah stuff like that i mean there's there's it's starting to creep into our culture this idea of immortality and you know people have love to just kind of say oh well you know i i I don't want to be a mortal like i'm gonna get tired of this shit hey man you don't have you can't you have no choice in the matter so sorry to break the news to you you might as well live the best way you can and prepare yourself for the long haul. So that involves, you know, taking in a certain amount of walking daily. Now, you know, obviously you're going to have days where you just can't get out. You can't get out there. You're, you know, you're on a road trip or something like that. So you're going to skip those days. But on the days that you don't skip, go a little overboard. Walk a little more. Try to walk on the average like 15,000 steps. And then carry some weights around while you're walking, like some really light ones, and just kind of punch with them, shadow box. Just do that. That's basically all you got to do. You'll stay in really good shape You and, and eat what you want, but just remember the front loading, the front loading of the vegetables, then you can kind of go nuts. Guess what? You're not going to eat that much. And when you're an active person, it it also dictates the way in which your body deals with food. When you're a sedentary person, your body is like a, a food storage bin. It becomes like basically a trash bag. It starts to just inflate. But if you're a moving person, 
the, it just it gets burned in a way that accentuates your muscles. And you have to be ripping your muscles ever so slightly. You have to be working them, but nothing nothing crazy. Nothing. You don't have to go in there and jam in the gym like some like nut ball and sweating crazy, crazy. In fact, you don't have to break a sweat or get out of breath. It's not even advised that you do get out of breath because getting out of breath kind of shuts down the fat burning. Yeah, because you need a lot of oxygen to burn your fat in your body for energy. So that's why deep breathing is so important when you're just not exercising. And while you're exercising, you don't want to get to a point where you're out of breath because that's when all the fat burning stops. And the only thing your body can use for energy at those moments is the sugar in your blood. But I'm back into the diet thing. Mainly it is um, the reason I prescribe these things is because I'm trying to get you to a good mood. And the, and what I sort of now rejecting all these special diets, trying to avoid, you know, carbohydrates or avoid certain foods is that, you know, these foods bring a lot of pleasure in the moment. And they're a huge part of happiness and are a huge part of our cellular and molecular happiness. Our cells and molecules didn't come here to eat artificial sweetener. They came here to eat real sugar. But in moments that make sense and moments that are balanced with a huge front load of vegetables so that our body can deal with the, the pleasure of the sugar. So our body becomes a factory for dealing with whatever we throw at it. And yes, like even you want to smoke something or do something that's not necessarily great for your health, like drink, that's fine. You have to just make sure that your body is prepared for it by being as healthy as possible and have a bed of grass, essentially, in your stomach to catch it and filter it in a way that's going to be beneficial for your whole body. And your body can basically break down and use anything. Your body is like Wolverine. It can, it can eat shit and crap fucking diamonds, but it has to be treated in a way that makes it strong. That's the idea. Um, anyway, so I'll be back, and then we'll be talking more about this. This is the uh, new Lectures of Fallen Wisdom because this guy is different.